The impact of COVID-19 in the Pacific has highlighted the interdependence of health security and health systems and the need to improve resilience. The report Health Security in the Pacific, Expert Perspectives to Guide Health System Strengthening, aims to identify and prioritise health system strengthening initiatives in the region. One of the writers, University of Sydney Associate Professor Meru Shiel, says they've identified steps that should be part of a ramping up of health support for Pacific countries. She spoke with Don Wiseman. So we're saying that we need to strengthen health systems in all of these countries to achieve better outcomes for health security. And this is because during the pandemic, these places have struggled to cope with the pandemic, as we know, and their other health services have very much gone by the wayside. Yeah, in most parts of the world, if you look at it, not just in the Pacific, most parts of the world, um, we struggle to respond to COVID-19, which is obviously a big health security threat. It's a pandemic. It's a virus that's spreading really fast. And while responding to that in many parts of the world, um, routine essential services, be it vaccination of children or be it providing um, primary care for, say, TB or HIV treatment or cancer screening, we know that routine essential services have been disrupted in most parts of the world. And workforce is another one, how healthcare workers have coped. They've been pulled out of their routine essential services to responding to COVID-19. And that's put a lot of mental health strain on the workforce. There's been quantity issues. There's been quality and skills issues that have come up. And it's also meant that services that these health workers have been serving have also been disrupted. So it's a myriad of things. And it's, I guess, through this report, we've tried to ask experts who work in the field on what the priorities would be. So we've used methodology called qualitative research for focus group discussions, and we've tried to tease out what are the immediate priorities that we've seen would benefit from strengthening and prioritization in, I guess, improving, strengthening our health system and hence improving health security outcomes. And this strengthening or this this impetus toward strengthening has to come from where? The impetus toward strengthening, of course, has to be country-led. We need to be talking about where the countries, which and the countries and the subnational context that we're working on, one size definitely doesn't fit all. Um, there's a value of targeted approaches nationally, subnationally, and there's a value of regional approaches as well. And of course, Australia and New Zealand also form part of the region. So how do we kind of look at that from a regional perspective to national um, and to subnational perspective and different ideas and will need different things. And so this, these particular reports are providing a primer to, I guess, areas and opportunities where we can go and dig deeper to see what does um, strengthening in this particular area look like. And um, surveillance systems, for example, is one of them that we kind of talk about. We talk about workforce and we're saying um, one of the key things to do immediately would be to better understand what roles workforce played in doing a workforce, um, health workforce review. It 100% needs to be country-led prioritisation, but countries like Australia and New Zealand can probably provide impetus and support in terms of strengthening that, um, both from a technical aspect to a foreign aid perspective as well. A lot of these Pacific countries are going to be scratching their head wondering how on earth they would pay for more staff, better educated staff, more hospitals or more clinics. I guess that's a discussion they have to have with their aid donors. 
Yes, yes. I mean, this is a this is a technical report looking at what the gaps and opportunities are. It's not a solution to all those problems. So this is more from a health perspective and a technical perspective of, I guess, where the opportunities for health system strengthening are, where our initiatives can prioritize. Because if it was an endless bucket, we would strengthen all aspects of the health system, but it's not necessarily an endless bucket. So essentially, the first step is some more extensive research. Mm-hmm. And identifying what the local needs might be in that setting. So this is, we're looking at what the public health needs are. How can we improve better surveillance? Um, how can we improve health security outcomes? How can we um, detect diseases better? And we know some of those things involve better resourcing for, say, how do we enable decision-making from the surveillance data that is coming in? And how do we ensure better quality data that is coming in? Now, some of that includes digital tools. Some of that includes workforce training. Some of that includes ability to make decisions in a timely manner from I guess decision makers and then it involves this idea called feedback loop so going back into the community and making sure it leads to a public health response because that's what surveillance does so it depends on the context that we're talking about and what the question we might be asking but there are some nuanced strategies in the report that you will see where we're saying these things work and these things don't work and some good examples of where we know things work.